episode 366. Thank you all for listening to episode 365, Cincinnati's Crispy Apple in Daytona. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Senor Bear. World champion, Cody Bryant. Dub. Thank you. I'm glad you're still here. And of course, the returning Peapod. Hello, I'm one of one of your your voices of violence for Ruthless Pro Wrestling. I'm Peapod. How are you doing? Doing great, Peapod. Glad Hi. you're back. As Thank always, you. the uh, the returning guest the most. And you know, I, I I mainly have you come back to just torture Cody, and because uh, it's my favorite thing to watch outside of Dub and Bear, Cody versus uh, Cody versus Peapod is the best. It's going to be, it's yeah, gonna be a good time. Oh, I should have. I also should have said one half of the 2021 wrestling pickums for the over the line podcast. Peapod. Yes. Yes. We are. Uh, we, you, 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 you fell apart at the end there. Peapod. You, I did. I tripped at the finish line. In. You tripped at the finish line. Let me come in for a, uh, a split title, which will split them. And um, I know we still got to buy those, but I got to find them so we can spray OTL on the, on the belts. <laughs> what was the pay-per-view? What was the pay-per-view that I, I, I messed uh, up on? It was uh, whatever the one in December was. I don't even know what it was. Cause I know they. December the, to dismember. I was just going to say, is it that? Is it that pay-per-view? <laughs> I watched I that live. I watched that live in BG. Oh, and what, a, what, a, what a hot piece of garbage that pay-per-view was. Yeah, so, I mean, at least, you, at least you have to leave it like 845. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause now they're just premium events. Yes, pre premium. No, we watched it live at the time, at, uh, at, uh, because me and my friend circle at that time, we watched wrestling pay per views at uh, Uptown Downtown in Bowling Green, so they would order them and we would watch them there. I think we ended in Survivor Series because they were. I think that's have, it. I think that's it. I don't know if they had TLC. I don't think they had TLC, so I think it was Survivor Series in November. No, they just had Day One. No, no, that was the first of the year, though. Come on, Day One. First day of the no, year. In December, that was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they made it day one. I got you. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I want to get into Peapod and Ruthless Pro Wrestling. So we got to thank some people. Of course, we got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. First sponsor of Over the Line Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast, and he will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. I go Illinois. Yeah, no, he, he definitely would not. We know that for sure. So get in touch with Sean. He can help you out, of course. Right now, there's not really any mowing going on, but that's going to be coming soon. Maybe, some, uh, maybe he can do some salting for you. Sounds like we're going to get some ice. Supposed to be 53 degrees at 7 a.m. tomorrow and then 11 degrees on a Friday at the same time. Kind of wild. Supposed to maybe get some snow. So he can help you out, get in touch with him. He can also help you out with handy person services with carpentry. He's got doors, cabinets, floors, trim, and windows, plumbing. They do toilets, sinks, faucets, showers, and leaks. And then, of course, painting, simple rooms, hard-to-reach areas. That is a wintertime-only service. So when winter is over, they are back to their normal landscaping and lawn care. So if you need that now, get in touch with Crandall's, and they can hook you up. Thank you to Sparty Steve, of course, the biggest financial supporter of the show, a big reason that we're able to do it. So thank you, Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. We know it's past Valentine's Day. It's almost been a week now, but that doesn't mean it's not time to get to datingtransformation.com. Maybe you're feeling lonely because you have a date. 
So it's time for you to get to datingtransformation.com, get that free consultation from Connell Barrett, and make sure you get to amazon.com and get the book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. So, Peapod, you were here, and I told you that we, uh, before we go into your stuff, we got to do our state of the week, which uh, it was perfect last week. If you I know we had to move, you were going to be here last week, and we had to move it, but the state last week for your episode would have been Illinois. It yeah, would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. perfect. I had to, I double, I ended up double booking myself because time is a real, is a relative construct and I don't, I have bad scheduling right now. So I had to record one of our episodes for the Ruthless Pro Wrestling with one of our guests and a man so is going to be taken on. Yes. And I had to take <laughs> on who's, uh, who's going to be taking on our, one of our RPW champions and that in a, in a bit, but yes, yes, uh, it would have been perfect. Yeah, but that's okay. So instead, this week, you get to talk about where, you know, maybe Ruthless Pro Wrestling can go in the future. Kansas, one of the great states. Still a state, like Still you said. Still a state. <laughs> hard, to, hard to believe. So the state motto is Ad Astra Per Aspera, meaning to the stars through difficulties. Kind of interesting. But then uh, they're still in the league. Yes. I thought you said something about asparagus there. Yeah, <laughs> asparagus per aspera. Yeah, that is it. Uh, they're named after what, Dub? I said just put a little butter on it. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. I mean, garlic and butter. Absolutely. <laughs> it's got to be cooked right I can see Dub eating asparagus. Uh, we, yeah. I love asparagus. Do you not eat asparagus? Hell no. Oh, again, two different Americas. No, you just don't eat asparagus. Like, I don't eat green <laughs> bread. Why would I eat green, uh, green vegetable? Like... What is that about? What is green <laughs> bread and green and asparagus have anything wait, to do wait, with each other wait, at all? What? What about pea pods? Don't you like pea pods? Right. I like the pea pod. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> the uh, so you don't like green beans? No, like broccoli. No, I eat green beans. I, I can rock green. green beans. It's a green vegetable. I can rock with green beans. Asparagus, asparagus is not like a common vegetable. Like it's it's more it, it seems like it's served on dishes that are a little bit higher end or like sometimes with like a steak or like it's, it's just, just a like gross it, vegetable. It, it's a weird vegetable and it and it and it's very finicky because you can't if you cook it wrong, it it's rubbery and tastes like crap. So he's not <laughs> wrong. It's a gross he's not vegetable. right either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, they're named after Native American tribe, the Cause or Kansaw, uh, meaning people of South Wind, which oh, caused Jesus, they gentrified them too, huh? Oh, here we go. Oh, I knew. God. See, it's come, we'll, we'll get to <laughs> that. Layered up to, to the listeners. Um, We're recording the second episode, Sunday's episode first. Thanks. That's what Kansas. That's what <laughs> Kansas mean. Gentrified the Midwest. <laughs> if my Your football nickname. team won a Super Bowl, I'd still be drunk. Well, but wait a minute, Cody. Their nickname is the Sunflower State and the Wheat State. Well, I mean, you could take over that too if you take over the land. I mean, you take over the land, whatever there's yours, right? They have several official state symbols: the buffalo, the meadowlark, and the ornate box turtle. Honeybee. What is the meadowlark? I don't know. That's a good question. It's a bird, it? ain't it? That was a bird. Bird. Is it a bird that likes heavy metal? It is a bird. Yeah, <laughs> it likes heavy metal. Y'all should have not laughed at that at all. You just gave me a pity <laughs> laugh, but thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Kansas pancake mix is full of bubbles. At last count, the state had over 5,000 K 
caves. What does that have to do with the with what, pancake mix? Where did pancake <laughs> that was from? That was, it was all in the what? same number 13, Kansas pancake mix. Am I having a stroke? Bubbles. What is going on? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is what's wrong with Kansas. They get so many tornadoes every year. It's earned itself the nickname Tornado Alley, which not surprised. Okay. Uh, being bigger than Kansas City, Kansas is just one of those funny facts about Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri is bigger than Kansas City, Kansas. Whatever. No one really cares. I already hate Kansas. We're not even. I don't want to go through my, a lot of these because I don't even Kansas think I have, sucks. I don't think I've been to Kansas. I can't. I, I don't think I've been to Kansas. Either. Wait, wait a minute. I've through Kansas. Wait a minute, Cody. Hmm. Does this serve meaning? Kansas was the first state to ratify the 15th Amendment, giving black men the right to vote. Well, they had to try to do something, right? You steal the red man's land. You gotta do something for the for the black man. True. Uh, Supreme Supreme Court case, which ended segregation in public schools. Brown versus Board of Education started as a lawsuit in Topeka, Kansas. Topeka, barely newer. <laughs> Damn it! I was gonna do that joke too. <laughs> Thank, you for the pity. Thank you for the pity laugh, guys. <laughs> we heard that joke, so there you go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, poor poor dub. Have we learned enough about Kansas? Yeah, I think we have. All right, fantastic. I'm done. With so Kansas. ruthless pro wrestling, everybody yeah. from from Illinois, which was supposed to be last week. Right. Thank you, Peapod. So what do you got? You got Code Orange taking place in Villa Park, Illinois. Yeah, it is our Chicago area debut. This is our first show outside of our normal range of. Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan stomping grounds. And we are teaming up once again with our good friends in ICW, no holds barred. They're out of the New York, New Jersey area. Very excited for a uh, huge event, Chicago area. Uh, it's going to be in the Villa Park, Illinois, which is known for a lot of wrestling out of there. A lot of uh, there's been like Lucha companies, a lot of traveling companies going to Villa Park as well. We're very excited. And that's happening uh, next weekend. It's it's already like uh, coming up on the 26th. And if you can't join us, you can actually stream it live. We'll be live on IWTV starting at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. So to go back, let's go back to, to January, uh, January. Yes. Yes. So Jan that was cold blooded. That was cold blooded. We had cold blooded. Uh, we were at the, uh, the, uh, the overseas veterans hall in maybe Michigan. Uh, and, uh, we had, we had a huge, you know, crazy time and setting up, uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, March to code orange. Um, it was, uh, it was very exciting. Lots of, lots of last minute changes, but lots of fun. Um, personally, I, I, uh, you know, I, I got to call, uh, matches with, uh, people that I never thought I would call a match for. So I was a big fan of Ricky Shane page. Uh, you know, uh, I grew, I, I knew about his work since his days in Cleveland, all pro when he wore a mask and he was one half of a tag team called faith and nothing. Um, and you know, uh, he's one of the top indie wrestlers right now with, you know, uh, with the, the faction of four, four, Oh, and he's out of, he's an Ohio boy and support Ohio guys. And, you know, did so much stuff in deathmatch. He had a hell of a hardcore match with Madman Pondo. Who's also a deathmatch legend. Um, that was a lot of fun. We had three killer title matches. Um, you know, uh, Justin Kyle defending at Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, 
we had, uh, you know, the first defense of Midwest scum, uh, and they revealed on that show that they are now officially uh, managed or have a bodyguard of four-time Red Wings uh, winner, uh, Stanley Cup winner, Darren McCarty. And, of course, uh, our uh, deathmatch champion, uh, Satu Jin, uh, defended against Otis Koger. So, and uh, lots of other great matches as well. You can see that now, IWTV. Go check it out. Uh, we got links at RuthlessPro.com. But, yeah, hell of a good event in January for Cold-Blooded. But well, we got Code Orange coming up uh, just uh, at the time of this recording, uh, a little over a week away. Yep. So the first one that I, I am pulling up is Tag Team Championship, uh, Young Dragons versus Midwest Scum. Now, I don't know a lot about Young Dragons. I do about Midwest Scum because I was able to see them and I've been following with you as, as they've gone through the tag team tournament. You know, mm-hmm. we were personally ro- rooting for Hoodfoot to win that, but I know they didn't They didn't make it. That's okay. We'll get Hoodfoot to him later. In a- Hoodfoot and a Casanova Valentine, the Death Wish Foundation. That was um, fantastic. And we'll get to Hoodfoot name. in a bit because I know that's a big, uh, big, racist. big event for Hoodfoot. But no what, way what keep black man down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hoodfoot, Hoodfoot, like this year, like Hoodfoot is going to be the guy on the independent scene and like deathmatch circles. He's already have done some huge stuff and I'd be remiss. I feel like we kind of started that, uh, that the dynamite with uh, his match with Madman Pondo back at the deathmatch circus weekend, uh, at Inkton blood. Uh, but now he's, he's facing guys like Alex Cologne in GCW. He was at the uh, Hammerstein ballroom, uh, for the GCW, uh, stuff. He's going to be facing Matt Tremont coming up. Um, you know, uh, at uh, the ICW show, uh, in Chicago, um, after he does our show, uh, there's another show right after with ICW, no holds barred. He's going to be taking on Schlack. And if you know anything about Schlack, um, it's going to be a bloody mess. And he, and he's already lined up in some huge opportunities. Hoodfoot is like gangbusters right now. So it is incredible about uh, what he's got going on. So with this to, to go back to circle back to the tag team championships mm-hmm. young dragons i, I want to hear a little bit about them but they're taking on your defending champions as you said with darren mccarty in their corner uh midwest scum so the young dragons is actually two really well-established wrestlers uh in the deathmatch gambit uh dale patrick's and also uh danger josh crane so when, in the independent scene, when they first started, they actually came up together as a tag team. But then they also started doing a lot more things separately, especially also in deathmatch circles or like catch catch can wrestling. Um, they haven't done a lot of tag team wrestling together, but we thought it would be a very interesting uh, matchup if we reunite the Young Dragons together. And they also have uh, a backing uh, from their home state because they're both Ill- uh, they're both Indian. Indiana guys. So the Hoosier Wrestling Alliance, uh, who does incredible coverage of the Indiana area wrestling, whether it's coming through, whether it's right out of Indiana, uh, they do a lot of great coverage. So they are in the uh, corner of the Young Dragons taking on, of course, Darren McCarty sponsored athletes in the Dread King Logan and Zach Thomas for the RPW Tag Team Championship. That's going to be a fun one to, to see. Do you uh, going in? Who would you say is the, you know, because Dal Patrick's when, when did he lose? Because he was your deathmatch champion, right? He when lost he that. He lost the title at our final event of 2021 at Boiling Point 2. 
<laughs> he lost the he lost the uh, the Rust Belt Deathmatch Championship to Satu Jin. Wow! So this is the first time we've seen him back in RPW since that loss. And also Josh Crane, who towards the end of 21 is kind of uh, nurturing uh, some uh, some rough injuries. We actually haven't seen him since uh, he took on Satu Jin uh, at uh, Inkton Blood during the Deathmatch Circus weekend. And uh, and Josh Crane lost. So both these men coming off big losses to our now current Rust Belt champion. Uh, and now they're going to try their hands uh, together. Uh, they're an incredible tag team. Uh, they don't work with like CZW and some of the other independent uh, places across the region. They're going to be teaming up together, to take on Midwest scum, who is going to make their second defense after a very interesting uh, tag team defense against the team of Ninja versus demon, which was uh, Shane Mercer and high uh, Zaya. Um, that's going to be fun, but this one I think is what I'm looking most forward to which is the fatal four-way. Neil Diamond Cutter, I couldn't believe when I read this. Neil Diamond Cutter, Randy West, Mickey Knuckles, Madman Pondo. This is close to a century's worth of deathmatch experience and wrestling experience as it is. You know, Madman Pondo been in the industry for about 30 years, both Mickey and Randy, 20 years under their belt. And I'm unsure about Neil Diamond Cutter, but I want to say it's at least over five, all four of them unpredictable, all four of them deathmatch, you know, uh, expertise, so to speak. Um, I like to make the line that at RPW, that every zone is a splash zone and it's going to be that, uh, that point with blood guts, tubes, glass, what have you in this fatal four way, one fall to a finish going to be wild. Yeah. The, I remember, when I went to the first event that I was able to go to that you were at actually, mm-hmm. and got to see, I, I couldn't believe she was there. Cause I don't think she was announced on the card by when I bought the tickets and new, but it was Mickey knuckles. And I was like, Holy shit. And the guys I was with, you know, parrot was one of them and Shiv and uh, our, our good friend, Justin, who's from Michigan. He, we, I was just shocked. I was like, Oh my God. And she was just, they were going at right in front of us, right in the chair. They took our chairs and mm-hmm. just were beating the shit out of each other while they sat in the chairs. And it yeah, was just so it, cool to see her. It was it was amazing. And I, I've been a fan of Mickey Knuckles since when I first got into uh, independent wrestling in the mid 2000s and, and, and a lot of her uh, journey. And and, and I, I will say not not to not to break the, the, the legendary kayfabe or whatnot. She's the nicest person you'll ever talk to, but she will beat the living shit out of you, out of you. <laughs> and 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 she's tougher than most men twice three times her size in any locker room she's incredible randy west as well who's on a hot streak right now uh with a handful of matches already in uh, uh the end of 21 into 22 you know neil diamond cutter uh just came back from um, a few month injuries himself uh and he had a match uh just last month uh, last month at a uh, cold-blooded and so did madman panda so all four of these people are red red hot right now so one person's gonna win and uh, or survive, whatever you whatever you want to call it. And I, I hope- like, uh, yeah, and it's like the fairest match that uh, Mickey Knuckles ever been in. Her and against three other dudes. Well, Randy is a a female. Randy, so- West, Randy West is a female. Yes. Um. Nah, so nah, it's nah. it's you might as well get another dude named Randy in there too to make it fair. Fight, well, fight. Need I, all that. I hear Randy Savage Randy. corpses available. They're gonna need Randy Savage, Randy uh, Marsh. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that would Randy be, on Randy action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need Randy Orton if they they want to stand a chance against Mickey Knuckles. They need pretty much every Randy you can think of. They need everybody and their mother. So yeah, and uh, and uh, you know, she likes to call herself the the godmother of death matches. So you know, I mean, honestly, in that match, I I can't I can't not bet against Mickey Knuckles. So that's yeah. that's my two cents yeah. uh, on who's gonna win that one. I'm with you on that. And and speaking of Randy West, I won't pull the curtain back too much, but we got Schwartzy against Jake Christ. Yeah, Schwartzy, uh, you know, after his match at uh, Inkton Blood during the Deathmatch Circus against 440's uh, Gregory Iron, he decided to uh, kind of jump into the world of tag team matches. And he was taking on, a, uh, you know, a little bit a month before that, uh, that Deathmatch Circus match. Um, we had an event called bumps in the night and also all of the stuff, like I said before, it's on IWTV, go check it out, sign up now, it's 10 bucks a month, see all the independents from across the nation. Uh, incredible stuff. Um, you know, uh, Schwartzy, uh, took on a guy named the Kenny urban and they, and I kind of, I kind of said on commentary that like these two guys were kind of uh, cut from the same cloth. And uh, they uh, are going to be uh, they're going to be going. Uh, they, they've been they formed a tag team for the uh, Boiling Point Two tag team tournament called Fear and Loathing in Pro Wrestling. They, you know, went into the uh, semifinals. They ended up losing against the winners, Midwest Scum. Uh, and uh, last month uh, they had a match against a uh, bulking season um, and they won. So we haven't seen Schwartzy in a one on one match. And he's currently actually undefeated in non death match one on one matches. And he's taken on a man who's also been a ring veteran himself, Jake Chris. Traveled all across this world with Ring of Honor, uh, with uh, I believe he did stuff with like things zero one, and uh, you know, he's done a lot of wrestling in TNA and Impact, and you know, he knows a thing or two, and you know, he's dangerous now more than ever, 20 years into the business. So, short scene Jake Chris is going to be hell of a banger of a match. A sl- I think it's going to be a sleeper hit of the show, to be honest. Schwartzy's fun. I remember he he had the what was it the the dab trophy when he brought that. There. Yes, the dabski. Yes, <laughs> the dabski. Oh my gosh, that was wild seeing that. Oh man, and, and I see your next one here, John Wayne Murdoch against Big F and Joe. This is a first time ever match, and it's an international match. So Big F and Joe comes from the United Kingdom. Uh, who has done a lot of deathmatch work. Um, and he is going to be joining us at our show, taking on a man that, you know, is probably the guy in uh, independent wrestling. He was IWTV independent wrestler of the year of uh, in uh, 2020. Um, he was American deathmatch champion for over 250 some days. You know, he is the guy. He is the deathmatch guy. So getting these two juggernauts, America versus UK, uh, in a revolutionary war of death matches here, if you, if you want to do a history spin on it. So it's it's going to be madness. So I, I can't hype that up anymore. Like, if you're unfamiliar with Big F and Joe, go check out some of his stuff. Um, some of it's on IWTV. She plugged in for that. But John Wayne Murdoch is incredible. It's going to be a wild, wild match. And I actually sat down and talked with Big F and Joe on our RPW podcast. So when you're done listening to this, go check that out. Absolutely. 
And then uh, the your next one, your RPW World Championship. So Justin Kyle, and I was the champion. He uh, he won. So when the event I was at, he won to become the number one contender. And then of mm-hmm. course he he won it at the next event. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is fighting the Bone Collector. I don't know a lot about the Bone Collector, but you're gonna have to tell me more about him. The Bone Collector, Dominic Garini. He is a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He has martial arts experience. He has MMA experience. Um, he's one of these hybrid fighters. Uh, he was actually my guest on most recently on the uh, RPW podcast. Uh, and uh, he's coming back uh, in 2021. His uh, he had to uh, he had to take a break in 21 due to just some bad injuries, almost career threatening to the point that he didn't think he would be coming back. Um, but he has gone through all of it. Uh, he's rehabbed through it, and uh, he is uh, back in uh, in RPW. He usually sometimes is in tag teams uh, with his partner, Kevin Koo, in the tag team Violence is Forever. Might have heard of that tag team from their times in MLW. Uh, they have a lot, they've done a lot of stuff out of Northeast Ohio uh, with their home cr- promotion, Absolute Intense Wrestling, or AIW, out of uh, the Cleveland area. Um, we're very excited to have Dominic back and Justin Kyle on a tear as RPW champion um, last month. I don't want to spoil it because it's going to lead into another match we're going to talk about. But uh, uh, he defended the title against Hoodfoot Mo Atlas. But that that title match kind of ended on questionable terms. So uh, we're very we're very interested that because, you know, not only Justin Kyle is a is a beast in himself um, and intimidating as fuck huge as fuck you know he's going to give everything he's got against a guy that possibly could be his maker because it's not someone that it's not often that we see justin kyle possibly out wrestled and it could be that with dominic greeny so rbw world title on the line yeah i don't think uh just looking at dom i don't think he's gonna be scared he does not look like he will be intimidated whatsoever by Justin Kyle, which I know other people were. And I remember, I can't remember who Justin Kyle fought. It was a big some bitch. I remember when we were there. Um, I want to say his name was Paxton Callaway. Was it Paxton Callaway? I think so. Yeah, I think you're He's right. A big, big dude, big dude. Yeah, because I remember when he stepped foot in the ring, he was th- like a half an inch or an inch from the ceiling. Yes. I'm like, holy shit. And then we- I remember... They came out and they got speared right into our chairs. I mean, we had to move. We so sometimes that we end die. up. We end up being in sometimes venues that are a little low on the ceiling side. Um, unfortunately, it's uh, it's hard to uh, find sometimes places to uh, do what we do and peep indoors and people be cool with it. So, so did when w- with your your new place uh, there in maybe Michigan? Do they have higher ceilings there? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no, right. is, is that where you guys are going to be uh, having? Well, I know we're going to talk about the show you got coming up in May here shortly, but right. are, are you guys going to go back to that BFW and maybe Michigan? Uh, I believe we have plans to go back. Um, you know, things are interesting coming up uh, for RPW um, after I, after obviously the Chicago show uh, uh, in February. Um, unsure if we are going to be doing a March and or April show. Um, things are kind of up in the air. We might take just kind of a break just trying to concentrate more on our big show in May, um, because that's early in May. So I, I don't know. I, I, I would say that another show in between our Chicago show 
and uh, our upcoming big show in May. Um, I'm sure we are going to be doing something going on. So more on that in, in, in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, can't wait to hear about it, and I can't wait to talk about what's going on in May. We'll get there in a little bit. But uh, the RPW Rust Belt Deathmatch Championship, Satu Jin, your champ, against Viking. Satu Jin uh, is going to be making his second defense of the RPW Rust Belt Deathmatch Championship against a Canadian Deathmatch uh, veteran. Uh, he's coming back to the States after about 10 years out of the States, uh, but he did a lot of work in the Canadian scenes, faced guys like Kevin Steen, now Kevin Owens, um, uh, for example. That's one of the big matches you can try to find on YouTube for Viking. But yeah, we're very excited and very uh, honored to bring in uh, a guy like this uh, into this match and uh, trying to try to go after our champion and Sato Jin, red hot right now, had a hell of a crazy match with Dale Patrick's to win the title. Hell of a crazy match with Otis Koger at uh, Cold-Blooded just last month. Uh, so it's defense number two uh, for uncivil Sato Jin. So with, uh, and, and I must mention, because you guys have some, and you can give a plug to to those that, that make your, your guys' championship belts. That Rust Belt Deathmatch Championship is a badass design. Hyperion uh, Championship Belts, who is our, one of the major sponsors for the show, makes our titles and they are incredible titles. I, I, and, and this is no joke and not just because I work for them, but the RPW Rust Belt championship, it's the most unique looking title I've ever seen. And, and it's, and we call it the Rust Belt because it's copper. It's not gold or gold plated or anything like it's, it's copper. We call it the Rust Belt. We're from the Rust Belt. We're from the Midwest. You know, we want something that's gringy, just different from your other titles. And they also have made titles for champions uh, for, for co companies across the nation. They, they just recently revealed uh, the upcoming GCW uh, tag team titles. So, you know, they, they're, they do a really good job. So we're very honored uh, to be a part of uh, the, the repertoire for uh, Hiberian championship belts. Yeah, they do a great job. It's just, a, it's, such a neat looking belt. I didn't know it was copper. I wondered what it was, but that makes complete sense. That it would be copper. It's very outside the box thinking. And like you said, the rust belt, it makes so much sense. And excuse me, it's just really cool what they were able to do with it. So thanks for giving them a plug. Cody, Cody is a, he's a, we could call him, you know, you, we talked about the bone collector earlier. Cody is the belt collector. So Cody, you might have to get you some belts, man. Get you the, uh, the world champion. Cody Bryan, get him his yeah, own hold title. On, hold on, because <laughs> uh, here I'm getting ready to log in. I finally updated, so here because I seen I seen a big gold in the background. So, Peapod, I see your big gold, and I raise you. What? Uh, yeah, he raises you a black screen that says "World Champion." <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. Right. <laughs> I know he's loading up. Yeah, you'll have to share your stuff. I, I think if I think, oh, look, here he is. Now it's two. The now real two. world's champion. Yeah, now, now the real two. world's champion. Now there's two, uh, there's two blank screens. I don't see anything. So, yeah, 
Yeah, he's got to get to his other one. He'll turn his screen on here, you know, in about while, 10 while he's minutes. doing that. Actually, the uh, in my background, I, I uh, that was a uh, groomsman gift from a wedding that I was part of uh, years ago. Is a kid size replica of a world title. It says Peapot on it. Um, it's not adult size, so it doesn't fit around my waist, but I carry it around my shoulder a little bit. It's a nice little background, of course, in my uh, in my office space. Yeah, you like the rock or the rock, and just flip it behind your back. Just keep it back there. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, and bear, whenever bear becomes, you know, uh, married bear, you know, 10 years from now, the uh, I, I don't expect to be a groomsman, but I would like a, a flower boy gift because I want to be your flower boy. <laughs> Why do you want to be the flower boy? I just want to wear, a, you know, my my WWE championship fanny pack belt and just come down flipping flowers down your down the aisle there for you wearing a championship belt that is a uh i think it's hanging up here you yeah flip, it's hanging right here just flip uh you just flip replica championship belts out instead of flowers <laughs> yeah that's what i'll do just little or little, or like or just have it be gold dust flakes <laughs> there just, you go yeah double come out as marlena there it is there he is all right what do we got oh there he goes hold on the WCW world title. There we go. Yeah, raise you that that Ron Simmons gold pack. Hell yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. He's got some cool shit. That's nice. Yeah, that's pretty dope. The uh, I had a buddy. I, worth the money. Oh hell yeah, I bet. I I had a buddy. I have a buddy that uh he had he made his own Paps Blue Ribbon world title <laughs> it's the dopest looking thing ever it's like a blue leather he made the designs of the of the pieces themselves and got it made it's crazy i have an old photo i'm not gonna try to search for it right now but it's is the raddest thing it's, it's a beautiful of, uh, thing. you should have sent it to me and i wouldn't have spent the money on this bad boy i just had to <laughs> make it <laughs> that would have been awesome uh, now getting back to this, I know it is a homecoming for Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, and he is taking on Tommy Vendetta. So I, I talked about the RPW World Title match from last month, Justin Kyle defending against Hoodfoot Mo Atlas, and that match ended up in a no contest because uh, Hoodfoot's uh, uh, play got a got a spoiler of uh, the lovable psychopath Tommy Vendetta. Uh, Tommy uh, had called a shot against uh, Justin Kyle months ago uh, back in 21 and never got a chance to cash it in. Um, always very popular, uh, especially in the Michigan area with uh, him and his cohorts in the death threat army. Well, Tommy Vendetta interrupted the match between Justin Kyle and uh, Hoodfoot Mo Atlas and basically literally threw a bundle of light tubes right at Hoodfoot and knock him the hell out. Uh, and basically played spoiler uh, to one of the biggest matches uh, for RPW, uh, biggest title matches that we wanted to see. And so uh, Hoodfoot coming back into the Chicago area, it's a homecoming for him. It's gonna, it's basically a grudge match between these two gentlemen, uh, Hoodfoot, Mo Atlas, Tommy Vendetta. So it's 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 gonna get nasty. So is there any, are there going to be any other matches announced uh, for this card? Nope. This is that, that is the card seven matches. It's lean, mean, all bangers. So uh, we are going to, uh, 
Uh, again, we're going to be live on IWTV. We're going to be streaming live. So if you can't join us in Villa Park, Illinois, um, join us on live on IWTV. We'll be live streaming, live commentary. Me and my partner, Travis, uh, we'll, we'll be calling the action. Uh, again, it'll be happening uh, at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Uh, and we'd be remiss that we couldn't do this possible without the Darren McCarty brand of his uh, CBD roll-on and now his new line of CBD gummies so you can go check that out uh we got links over at ruthlesspro.com uh you can use the code icw10 get yourself 10 percent off his uh, shop and his items i've used some of his cbd gummies to help with sleep um they do wonderful he also has some other lines of uh, uh of cannabis products if you partake um so you can go check that out uh it's a lot of good stuff uh for those who do partake in that they say it's really good stuff and has helped them out ease some people out whether it's the gummy whether it's the flour whether it's the pre-rolls um i i don't personally mess with that so i like the cbd only stuff and i also use the cbd roll-on to help with the uh, aches and pains it's incredible stuff it really is and darren mccarty is such a great dude uh and down-to-earth guy and a big old wrestling fan and we're we're happy to have him uh the darren mccarty brand with uh ruthless pro wrestling so we're very excited so with with that, I know that'll lead into I know you wanted to cover a little bit about uh, your friends at ICW New York. Uh, they have an event right after ICW No Holds Barred. Yes, uh, their Facebook page calls is, is ICW New York. I, I don't know why. I guess originally they were called that and they changed to New No Holds Barred. Nonetheless, ICW No Holds Barred. They have their event going on in Chicago right afterwards. Uh, again, that'll be streaming live with IWTV. Hoodfoot Mo Atlas versus Schlack. Uh, Green Phantom will be taking on uh, the death match, or excuse me, the death samurai in Akira. Uh, the Bev uh, coming uh, coming back uh, uh, against John Wayne Murdoch. Uh, Arrow Boy from, I believe, uh, Mexico is going to be taking on Neil Diamond Cutter. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, returning from uh, double hand surgeries uh, uh, towards the end of 21, he actually had to take some time off and uh, get some work done on his hands because uh, the nerve endings in his hands were pretty much non-existent and he couldn't feel anything from his hands for months. Um, so he is back. Uh, Eric Ryan of 440 going to be taking on Canadian's own Viking. Uh, Sato Jin taking on Madman Pondo. Dale Patrick's going to be taking on Big F and Joe and their main event for the American Deathmatch title in a four-way match. Justin Kyle, Tommy Vendetta, Jake Crist against their champion, Reed Bentley. So it's going to be a hell of a good time. They're going to be live on IWTV right afterwards. Uh, 8 p.m. Central doors, 9 p.m. Central bell time. You can stream it live on IWTV. Go check it out. IWTV, 10 bucks a month, independent from all across the country. Find your favorite wrestling company and wrestling stars before they become mega stars uh, in uh, the independent scene. It's a lot of fun. All right. So it's going to be a fun event. If you're in the Chicago area, Go check it out. I, I believe they can still get tickets at what rpw419.eventbrite.com. Yep. And uh, you can just get head over to ruthlesspro.com and find out all the stuff you can support RPW. Follow us on social media. Check out our, some of our t shirts at Deathmatch Worldwide. Listen to my RPW podcast where I break down uh, some of the, uh, the, the men and women who make RPW great uh, and so much more. 
and uh, you also get tickets to our big events. Uh, we're going to be having a huge event. We're going to be working with uh, Florida's own No Peace Underground for a huge collaboration event. We're calling it Body Count Battle, and it's going to be at Harpo's on May 7th. It is powered and sponsored by, once again, the great people at the Darren McCarty brand. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, no announcements just yet on matches and, and people involved, but if anything is what I've heard the rumblings about, it's going to be the independent wrestling event of the year. And I, I will not, I'm not overhyping that because it's going to be a madhouse and a who's who in wrestling, both deathmatch and independent wrestling. Looking forward to, to seeing that. I, I think now that you've given me a couple months heads up, I don't have anything on the calendar. So yes, I now call that, it off now so you can join us for a show. Yeah, I, I need to get there and I need to get these these guys there too. I know Cody's down. I know Bear's down. Dub, you going to join us if we're able to go? You going to be able to go? Uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> well, we'll get you there. I know. I know. Shiv wants to go again. We want to take uh, Brandon from the Grown Ups too. He'll be another fun one to get up there. Just bring a whole smorgasbord of people. This would be the event, and I, I'd recommend getting it fast because I believe front row tickets are sold out. Wow! So just on announcement alone, so people know what No Peace Underground has done in Florida uh, last few years. Uh, incredible, crazy matches. Also known for their their no ring death matches. So there's a bunch of guys and gals just fighting on a stage and it's wild. Plus they also do a lot of uh, interesting events like uh, fear the gay agenda with no peace underground, um, huge bloody battle between Paro and, uh, and uh, Effie. Uh, that's really recommended in no peace underground. Um, but overall they're doing great. And we're honored that this company is, uh, is teaming up with us. We're a little company, a little bit close to two years old. And we're very honored that all these men and women want to work with us. And we're very excited. I'm very honored. If, uh, if 15 year old me knew what 36 year old me is doing, he'd, uh, he'd laugh his ass off. So it's crazy. It's, it's, it's still, it doesn't feel real to me some days. It really, it's not. I'm just like, it's wild to me that I'm like sort of quote unquote in the biz. So, but it's, it's amazing and support from men and women who want to be with us and, like what we're doing and like what, how we're calling and like the product and all the men and all the people that are behind this, uh, that, that make RPW happen. It's incredible. So, and what, uh, your old boss man was able to do mm -hmm. just unbelievable during a pandemic and where he's gotten it just in two years is just unbelievable. Chris does an incredible work. I will, I, I, I can't, I can't praise him enough. That man, that man loves what he does. And, and is so passionate on what he wants to do with this, that it, it's, it's incredible what, what he's willing to do for everything. And, and he doesn't get enough love nor respect on what he does. It's, it's a stressful job. Heavy is the heavy is the head that wears the crown, but you know, he's doing a lot of great stuff for a lot of great men and women and a lot of great entertainment for wrestling. And we're very excited uh, to kind of, kind of turn some heads uh, with our upcoming events uh, starting uh, well in in Chicago, I think we're gonna we're gonna blow the roof off the place in Villa Park. And I hope you guys do. And you know, it's just it's always nice to to have you on to talk about that stuff and and what you guys are doing. And I'm happy they got you involved uh, because I know your passion for it. And it's just awesome. And it's also it's so awesome to hear you on commentary. It's like one of the one of these days I want to do a a watch along on the show and turn off the commentary and just have you and Cody. 
be the commentary to kind of <laughs> let people we'll turn turn on the old peacock. We'll pick an event and you and Cody just go back and forth and uh, just call the match. We actually uh, we actually had an idea that um, we, we want to re-record. Um, so like uh, some of the very first events that RPW did before uh, they inked the deal for IWTV. Uh, they just, they just, uh, rec- they never uh, put it out anywhere. Um, so they're th- we want to like kind of recut them and re and like redo commentary for them and put them up. Uh, some of our year one events, the first couple events they did. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think that'd be a fun idea to just kind of redo a, a commentary over a pay-per-view um, or, or something like that, but it's a whole it's a whole nother world. I've never done any kind of sports broadcasting. I did obviously radio broadcasting for close to 12 years. So I, you know, I have the voice and the sound and the, the, the ideas about it, but like calling the action live and, uh, and our style of uh, conversation and, and, and play by play in color and, and me and my, my friend, Travis, who, which we're like, we're, we've known each other for over a decade and, and, and we're brothers and I love him like a brother. And uh, we, we've done a lot of great work together. So, you know, we, we have a good camaraderie together and we, we go back and forth. And, you know, sometimes he'll do color for a match and I'll do play by play or, you know, it just kind of meshes well together. It's just it's, it's it's finding and honing our skills and our style on it. We're not like, you know, Jr. and 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 King. We're not like Excalibur, Taz. We're we're our own little thing. We're trying to find our own niche and find a good middle ground if if people are not tweeting or messaging us saying that these commentators suck i think we did a good job i would agree i would agree so um check that out peapot of course i know you're with us and wanted to talk about rpw but we we got you in to to make some picks as well i know we're going to get into that we're going to get into some other stuff we've got uh for another blood money pay-per-view all right blood money seven uh Elimination Chamber. Is it seven? Has it is this seven yeah. events in Saudi? Seven in Saudi. Jesus Un- Christ! Believable. Still got and eight more years. Still got eight wow. more years of it. So we got to share the old screen and make our picks for this and uh, the money. Talk about yeah, it's a lot of blood money and talk about what's going to happen here. Just quick updated standings and uh i gotta remind the old parrot he's got to get his picks in or you know he's he's happy in third right now bear took a commanding lead after the royal rumble had both winners correct so he had brock he had ronda and uh so bear is in your in the lead with 14 still you know three three pay-per-views in or three uh premium events in i should say uh myself with 11 parrot with 10 peapod with eight dub with seven and cody with five so uh, this first event uh, is, is we got Ray Mastrio, as we like to call him, with his son Dominic against The Miz, who will, of course, be with the lovely Maurice Peapod. Why is Ray and The Miz feuding? Because Ray's WWE, old that's why. and it's WWE and Bruce is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this might be me, though, I think. So sometimes I try to book and... I just want to do my best for Vince, you know? Just rub power. His, yeah, rub his shoulders, please. <laughs> I, oh, God. I don't People know. power to the max, guys. I did love that gimmick when he was doing the people power. I, I, I popped every time he did that. I don't know why. Uh, 
I because it's not for Vince. It's for you, the people. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Miz and his dastardly ways. Son of a bitch. I I don't like Miz, but whatever. Cody Bryant. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Miz. The mix is what I'm the giving mix. you. Yep. Uh, I'm also mix. gonna go with the mix. <laughs> uh, mix. Bear. I'm going with Cleveland's finest. Parma. Parma. It's Parma's finest. Same place. Do that. Same place. Dub. Don't disrespect Cleveland like that. <laughs> He'd probably be a better quarterback than Baker. Um, I'm he at least would know his limitations. This is true. What'd you say, Dub? I said I'm gonna go Miz because I think uh, Ray and Dominic are gonna fight at WrestleMania. You're probably right. Bring back All right. Dub. Tag team match: Ronda Rousey, Naomi against Charlotte and Sonya Deville. Dub, back to you. Tag team match. Yep. Um, yes, just makes match. complete sense. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, makes complete sense. Yeah, give me Ronda and Naomi. Naomi. Let's just throw together two different people who are feuding in two different ways. What about you, Bear? I'm going to go with Charlotte and Son- or Sonya here. Um, Ronda will get it at Mania, so Charlotte's got to win one before then. Yeah, I- I'm going to go Ronda and Naomi because I just don't see their- them having her come back. And it will probably be like by disqualification or some shit. Um, I don't see them having her come back and losing. Uh, well, I mean, Naomi will lose the match. Ronda's not going to lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Ronda's yeah, not that, taking that, that fall. That's why I'm taking Charlotte. All right, Cody. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the boss and the queen. All right, Peapod. I, too, will go with the boss and the queen. All right. You know that Ronda and Charlotte will be brawling outside, and Sonya will get Naomi with a quick roll-up and beat her, and that's Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ronda's Ronda's not taking the pin. Charlotte's not taking the pin. Talk about like two egos that like should not like just the backstage of the of that match just sounds horrid. But whatever, we're gonna do it. I just but chat. I just noted I'm watching AEW. I just saw that Crease is on there from uh, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. John Crease was uh, talking with Britt Baker. Apparently, Melissa Joan Hart's uh, at uh, at like the front row as well. They they talked about that on the AEW Instagram for some reason. Yeah, she's she's wearing a, a co- uh, Britt Baker's wearing a Cobra Kai shirt, and then she was down there with Crease. So yeah, Sabrina took a picture with uh, Justin Roberts. Yeah, that on Twitter. So that oh, yeah, I saw that <laughs> the sign I just saw. Adam Cole has a dad bod. <laughs> Oh, you seen earlier, I put in the chat, they couldn't come up with a camera angle to make him look taller. Well, it's well, like, it funny when I when I saw kind the meme, I, I saw the meme and I died. What we talked about last week where that belt is bigger than him. And then I see the, <laughs> I see the meme and the belts. Giant. That, was, that was good. That was good. All right. Back to Peapod elimination chamber match for the a WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania. Uh, your Raw champ is Becky Lynch. So you've got Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, Alexa Bliss. Becky's not losing that title. 
All right. Who you got winning this match, though? To face Becky at WrestleMania. Oh, it's facing Becky. Oh, it's facing Becky. Yeah, whoever wins this gets Becky at WrestleMania. Yeah. So Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, Alexa Bliss. Oh, Alexa Bliss stuff. All right. They didn't do like seven weeks of rehab just to have her come back and lose. You watch WWE? Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. They that's fair. The first one out of the that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The first one yeah. Out. yeah. Still, I'm still going with Alexa Bliss. They're, they have a hard out with this dull thing. I don't know. Loses debut, there's a debut match. Kelly and Cross lose a debut match. Yeah, right. On the I main roster, yeah. Yeah, they're going to do seven weeks of video just to, to get attacked backstage and not get into the match. <laughs> right. Yeah. By the doll. The doll's going to attack her. <laughs> <laughs> That's just gonna happen, uh, Cody. Who you got? Uh, man. Well, let's see. It would make sense to have either Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley win the Elimination Chamber, but we don't make sense around here. No. So I'm gonna go with Liv Morgan. All right. I'm gonna go with Bianca. Belair to win this match. Yo, Bear. She she deserves her rematch. Yep. From last year's yeah, WrestleMania. I was I was thinking that too, but I I don't know. I don't know. I don't fa- I don't have real faith in that. I don't have faith in my answer right. either. So I don't know. <laughs> Dub. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Rhea Ripley. All right. So we pretty much have everybody taken. Almost, I except dude so, dropping Nikki Ash. I feel so sorry for for Piper Niven. It was like right, a right. badass, right. and and even a badass at NXT UK. And then she's on Raw. And we're gonna they name you Dewdrop. They turned her into Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah. It's bad, and not even the good Yokozuna. I'm talking like beard Yokozuna after <laughs> Fuji and Cornette. Like. <laughs> Who who's this uh, on uh, AEW? This guy that looks like Diet Edge. About Jay White? What? <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> yes, Jay I know White? it's Jay White. Oh, is it Jay White? He looks, oh, like, okay. Di- he looks like Diet Edge. <laughs> he looks no, like I like I like Jay White better. Jay than White Edge, looks though, like what right Edge now. thinks he looks like in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Jay White is fun. Um. All right. In a Falls Count Anywhere match. Drew McIntyre against Madcap Moss, who will be with Happy Corbin. Yeah, false count anywhere. So I'm going to go Madcap Moss is going to get that one. They're going to like drop a forklift on Drew or something to <laughs> get out of that. Bear? Go halftime, Heat 99. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, you got to go Drew here because he's going to obviously face Corbin at or he should face Corbin at WrestleMania. So Drew's going to beat Moss here. I say uh, false count anywhere. Drew by sword. <laughs> Live TV. Just it is Saudi Arabia. I mean, probably, probably I mean, I would say that's if the only place he's going to get away with using that sword, it would be over there. So. <laughs> Good <laughs> shit, pal. Just stab him right in the fucking heart. <laughs> That's hilarious. hilarious. Okay, hey, we need yeah. you to kill someone. Here's a <laughs> right. million dollars. Uh, Cody. Hey, all right, Drew, this is how we're going to have the finish, okay? You're going to take one of those table mat things, and you're going to put it all around that Mad Cat Moss's head, right? 
and you're just going to chop the shit out of them. <laughs> it's a hand. <laughs> uh, all right. And Peapod? I'm going to go uh, Drew McIntyre. All right, back to you, Peapod. We've got singles match for the Universal Championship. Thunderdome Rome versus Goldberg. Like, last time I thought, like, Goldberg was never going to win a title. He won a title. (laughs) But I know, but I I really feel like they're going to do champion versus champion with Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I'm going to I'm going to take the safe answer. I'm going to go Roman Reigns, even though I'm going to kick myself if Goldberg wins the title again for some fucking reason. Why is it in 2022? We still have Goldberg around like, y'all. That, that's what like, Saudi y'all. wants. <laughs> it's first of all, it's it's Oldberg. It's Oldberg. Oldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Cody. Uh, give me Thunderdome Rome. Then they, they can't. There's no way they're going to do him dirty. Yeah, I, I agree. But this is WWE. They're going to do everybody dirty. Except Very Rome. True. <laughs> it's true, but it's except for Rome. Actually, yeah, he, yeah. they're not going to do him dirty. So, yeah. But this is Saudi. Yeah. Yes. Saudi, the rules don't matter. It's like, right. whose line is it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> the points don't matter. Just like the titles don't matter in Saudi. Storylines don't matter. It's WWE. Storyline. <laughs> Everything's made up of the storyline. Storylines don't matter. <laughs> Especially which in is, Saudi, which is well, which is every week. Um, We're making yeah. movies, pal. Yeah, bear. <sighs> Man, I mean, it's so hard to pick against Roman, but I just, I don't know what it is. I think Cody's going to be here. It's just how is he going to be here, and what's he going to do? And it leads me to believe that he'd interrupt this match some way because you're not going to get into the chamber. So if he's going to be here. How is he going to interrupt? You mean Cody Cody Rhodes? You think Cody Rhodes oh, is going to do this? He, oh, he's coming. I know he's coming, but he's like, coming. you think and he's going to debut here right, right now? I think so. And the rumor is that Vince wants to push him hard. So where is he going to push him to is the question. But I agree. I still think Brock and Roman are going to fight. So if I take Goldberg here, take Lesnar in the chamber, I'm, I'm going to go with Goldberg. And maybe it's a DQ. I'm not saying it's going to be a title change, but I'm I'm going to say Goldberg somehow wins this match. All After right. And Cody will inter- interfere in this match. Dub. Interesting. Um. No, he's not losing that title. Not not right now. Not like that. I don't think. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me Roman. Bear's got a point, though, that that's what happened with me last month. I had Seth Rollins. I was the only one. and um, But it was because I thought Seth was going to win. Roman entered the Rumble and it was vice versa. So Lesnar wins the Rumble, loses the title. and um, But, yeah, this could happen by DQ. That's a good point. I mean, I mean, Bear, would I be, would I be surprised? Absolutely not because it's WWE. But, um, no, I, think, I, don't, I don't think that's going to – I mean, I think Roman's going to win. All right, back to you, Dub Usos against the Viking Raiders for the tag I didn't team. Know the Viking Raiders are still there. Uh, I, yeah, I'm also surprised by that. <laughs> Give me the Usos. Usos. Bear? Yep. yep. Usos. Same for me. Cody? Yeah, you know, some Usos. 
Uso action, baby. I love how you did an Excel. You just copied it. It's just like, Ooh. yeah, I think everybody's going Uso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you've got next the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch against Granny Panty wearing Lita. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm, I'm already, I don't even watch WWE and just even doing these picks is making me exhausted. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Becky Becky Lynch is not winning, not losing this title anytime soon. I mean, how do you have two attitude era stars? And I'm counting that as Goldberg, even though obviously it's a WCW in title matches in 2022. Because they yeah. don't push new stars. Like Lita? Why? It's Saudi. They want Lita. I honestly, like, I was scared in the Royal Rumble when she was going to do the moonsault that she would literally break her neck again. And I'm happy that she didn't, but I'm worried she's going to try it in Saudi. She, not she will. Home. Yeah, she she, she right. might. She might not be coming back. But All she right. won't be wearing – she'll be wearing granny panties that are covered because they're in Saudi. Yes. Okay, hey, I, I know you already put it there. You're taking Lita. I, I think they're going to do what they did to Goldberg two years ago. I think, but I don't think she's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. I think she's going to lose the title back to Becky on Raw. All right. That's fair. Fair assumption. She can have it for two days. All right. And back to you, Dub. Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley, your champion, against Brock Lesnar, Seth freaking Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, AJ Styles. Great match. I hope. Who you got, Dub? I was joking when I said, "Give me theory." No, give me, uh, <laughs> give me Brock Lesnar. He's going to win that. I think they do go title versus title. Bear. Yeah, I'm going with Brockley Lesnar. WrestleMania. I'm also going with uh, Brockley Lesnar. Cody, is there another event before? I don't think so. Though. No, they don't have um, fast lane or whatever. No, yeah. I think this is it. No, this is now like they don't. They don't got hot blooded or whatever. Fuck, yeah, it was called great balls of great balls, great balls of, fire. of fire, whatever. They're red hot dollars. I don't know. Dollar dollar or, bills, y'all. I don't know what the fuck. they have. Something called stand and deliver. What the hell? Oh, it's an NXT event. Never mind. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah this it. Huh? Yep, it's chamber and then rumble. Or then Rumble, then WrestleMania, and then Man. WrestleMania Backlash. I was about to say the <laughs> Backlashes. That's what it was called last WrestleMania. year. WrestleMania. WrestleMania Backlash. Like right. what? I'm shocked this isn't WrestleMania <laughs> Chamber. Right, yeah. WrestleMania and then, Prelude. And then they have three pay-per-views they don't even have names for yet. This is rough. Yeah, you got Backlash to be announced, Money in the Bank, you, SummerSlam to be announced. To be I announced. just, I just want to, I just want one thing. I want Hog Wild to come back. Let's just, <laughs> let's, let's just want that. Well, why is SummerSlam July thirtieth? What is going on? That's messed up. They're gonna yeah. bring Hog Wild back. They're gonna have it in Topeka, Kansas, on <laughs> old Browns farm. Uh, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas. Cody, who's who's winning? Well, I was going to say Lashley, but since there's nothing in between this and Mania, if they really are going to do this. No, you know what? No, I don't see them doing a title versus title thing because then they're going to have to put 
all the shows together. And hell, they could barely book two separate ones, let alone put everybody together. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with Lashley. And, and Peapod. It's bold. Not bold enough for me. I'm going, uh, I'm going Brock Lesnar. I have Bobby Lashley retaining in the Khashoggi Memorial cage match. <laughs> Khashoggi. Never heard of her. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, we've, we've got some other things to hit on here. So I know it's not really a big deal for probably anybody, but uh, Matt Cardona just recently won a title. It was kind of hard to believe. I woke up. I, wo- I woke up. And saw on a, on a Monday morning that Matt Cardona wins the NWA World's Heavyweight Title, and I swear to God, I thought I had a stroke. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I seen that too. I, I don't know, man. I thought I was still asleep. I, I I will give him this. I will give him this. In WWE, I think Matt Cardona is a good example of betting on yourself and really pushing a a brand without the support of many others and going in on your own because he really was like, really used YouTube to really launch himself and use like social media and YouTube really well to, to form this character. He gets canned. He does all these things to really rebrand and get himself fucking jacked, like jacked and like getting tested. I mean, I mean, well, um, it's neither here nor there. I'm never, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say one way or another. I don't know if it's all natural or not, but anyways, there's no cups around. Yeah. He, uh, he's done really well. And, uh, even, even being like the antithesis of what GCW is and calling like the GCW universe and doing all these old, like WWE gimmicks in GCW, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's really entertaining and, and he's done a really damn good job of what he's done. And I, I respect it, but it's just so weird to hear this of yeah. Matt Cardona yeah. NWA world's title. Yeah. It's like, at least he trying. That's all I could, that's all I could think of. I was like, well, he trying. Yeah. Yep. And, um, uh, not, not just with that. I was looking at some of the stuff for this this recent for uh, the Elimination Chamber coming up. So on Raw, I wanted to go back to this real quick. I think we're going to get end up getting Orton and Riddle at WrestleMania. I think they're going to break up, and uh, we're going to get that because uh, Riddle just not on purpose, but you know how WWE does their shit quote-unquote cost Orton his match against Seth Rollins. So we'll see how that all plays out. Another thing I found interesting, I didn't even know, but uh, and this is probably bad for him, but Tommaso Ciampa is now on Raw. Like it might officially? Actually, yeah, officially on Raw. It might be yeah. actually good for him because he's off NXT now that that's all done, mm-hmm. you know, now that it's run by Bruce and Vince. They must have backed up the Brinks truck to his house because he said he'd retire before he'd go to Raw. Yeah, they had to have backed that up. So, the blood money yeah. checks came in early. Hell yeah! <laughs> Direct deposit. They have they have that hunt. They have the thing they do with Huntington when you get your paycheck two days early. So they did that. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Oh, 
Monday. He yeah. had a slam they, card. They, they, they gave it to him on Monday for Raw, even though <laughs> blood money's on Saturday. They gave him, they gave him a cash advance of the blood money. Like we, well, we, I, we we'll make this up later. <laughs> well, we I sent to you, you know, that last year, and uh, we all talked about it as a podcast that you know WWE had their biggest revenue year last year and their biggest net profit, a hundred and eighty million dollar profit. I mean, good for them, but at the same time, like that's why they don't give a shit. Ooh, yeah, right. Ooh. I mean, their money, they're like, uh, you know, they're like NFL owners, man. They're making money no matter what. Well, it's kind of like what we talked about earlier, Peapod. It's like Disney with Star Wars. Money comes yeah. in. They don't give a shit. No. Yeah. The quality goes down. It's cor- corporate uh, corporate greed. And and because they are because there's an art. And it, and I always talk. I've talked about this of like, you know, you know, like you ever like follow like somebody on like either like YouTube or social media. And they had like a pretty decent like following. Like I got hip. He was a perfect example. I got real hip to hot ones like before, like it blew the fuck up like and 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 maybe this sounds like I'm a hipster or whatever, but whatever. Um, it, it, it just it gets to a point where when like when an entity becomes really big and really popular, the things that made like it's interesting starts lacking like the art behind it starts lacking because you you now have more people involved in corporate sponsors and everything and 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 it's a weird combination of like yeah you want to be happy people doing stuff and like you know making their buck and everything but like also on the artistic side like if it starts lacking and all the things that kind of got them to the game is no longer there you know is it really still part it's 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 a weird like what what's more important is it the, is it obviously the money or is it the artistic freedom of doing what they want to do like when yep. you don't need it anymore it's like what's the point if i yes. don't need to do this because now the checks are here why bother check yeah. coming that's like um like who's like our pa- patreon yeah our patreon exactly <laughs> yeah. waiting on the check the uh uh the one of the ones that my, my kids into all the YouTube shit and uh, one that he actually got me into was um, Mr. Beast. I know he's got the most followers of any YouTuber and he's a big philanthropist, which is what I like. He just hands money away. He opened a, a like a food pantry, hired a guy that he did a video with uh, at an animal shelter to run this food pantry. And he just does a lot of shit. So this guy, what he just did, and of course I had to buy into it for my kid, is he's doing this big, he came up with chocolate bars, and they're actually good. He has three different kinds. I was shocked. Really good. And so he's giving away a chocolate factory. <laughs> like I'm like, straight up Willy Wonka. It's what? like, that's what he's doing. So he's selling all these things, giving away like a million dollars, this chocolate factory, a bunch of money, like a, uh, a jet ski, a car, like so much shit. And so my kid's like, I want these chocolate bars. So I'm like, whatever, I'll buy into it. So I bought him, you know, 30 chocolate bars and he got a shirt that came with it. And then, so he's like, put in the codes. So I'm putting the codes in online. He wants something. I'm like, Oh, Hey, you want something? I still got 10 bars to put in for him. He won a, uh, and <laughs> the one thing he won, he, he was like, well, that was stupid. An 18 second video that is not published to people. And I'm like, whatever, dude. He's like, I don't care. I got chocolate and a shirt. And, um, I'm like whatever Spend all that money to win a cameo yeah right that's exactly it but no the chocolate's actually pretty good I, and i got grayson to try the almond chocolate bar which i was it was really good and i was shocked that grayson ate it so it uh it was pretty good stuff and and he's a good 
philanthropist. That's why I, I like him. He's a, he's a kid. He's like 23. Where's all some- the money coming from? Is it, ad, is it is oh, ad, yeah. ad revenue? Oh, drugs. yeah. He, yeah, drugs. drugs. He's, got, he's got CBD. <laughs> he's got Darren McCarty weed in that chocolate. The, uh, no, hey, no. <laughs> Don't, don't don't throw D-Mac into this. <laughs> hey man, that'd be good for him. The uh yeah, he's got like it's a lot of ad revenue. They give him a a, a bunch of stuff, but he has generated 10 billion views on the platform. Yeah, so it's all it's all ad it's all ad revenue. And it's earned it him 54 million dollars. I ain't heard of this dude. Neither. I I've heard of I've heard of him. I I've never watched any of his videos, but I I'd, I've heard of Mr. Beast. I heard yeah. of Beast from X Men. <laughs> I don't even watch X Men. Sa- same same thing. Same guy. Kelsey oh, Grammer. Oh, it's it's all right. Oh, oh well, that'd be the last time uh, Kelsey Grammer's ever colored. Tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Way so, even acting, isn't <laughs> Combined, the top ten uh, highest paid YouTubers made three hundred million dollars last year. That's ridiculous. I, I'm lucky if I get some likes on TikTok, man. Come on, <laughs> there we go, y'all. You got to get you the uh, the Peapod OnlyFans. That's what you need. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, hey, man, we're in a we're in inflation. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, love it. OnlyFans. You really want you want to subscribe? You want to subscribe and see my asshole? Whatever, forty <laughs> bucks. Pay me. <laughs> Oh man! I don't have nobody to play that. There. Don't someone edit that out? Don't don't put that. I don't, I don't want to. Oh no, that's Pe- days. Peapod yeah. does not have an OnlyFans. If yet. he does, listed on our page. Yet. Yet. We're, yet. we're gonna be getting DMs on our Twitter. So what's uh, yet? Yet. What's Peapod's OnlyFans? Yeah, right. Yet I do need a new dryer, so you know. <laughs> A hair dryer or a dryer? Dry, dryer. Our, our dry, our, yes, a hair dryer, Gary. I had to say, right. had to say it for you. I know I feel you. Hit that stroll, I use a hair dryer every morning. To make that money. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Neither of you have been buying into Pantene stock in the last 20 years. That's okay. No. I'm waiting for the next pandemic thing that everybody's going to jump on with. Yeah. Uh, our, our official new sponsor is going to be Rogaine. Cut the check. And um, the uh, <laughs> so uh, the that is other, true. I feel like Cody and I are in the minority on this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, me, 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 Dub, and Peapod. We uh, we're, we're telling Rogaine right now. Hey, we need you on the show. We need you to sponsor the podcast, Sparty Steve. You know that that money's gonna run dry someday. We're gonna need that Rogaine money and hair and everything we can get from it. And somebody, Rogaine, Bosley, Keeps. <laughs> I don't care. Hems, the Hems does Hems, hair stuff. Hems, yeah, Hems, anybody. So um, find us on Twitter. Before we get into the the, the final thing, I want to discuss. Uh, so this this is gaining ground, and I know it was mentioned today. Uh, Bear brought it up today, and and I copied this yesterday. Uh, Fightful is reporting that WWE is making overtures to get Stone Cold Steve Austin a match at WrestleMania, and then Bear, you brought it up against Kevin Owens is what the talk oh, is right oh, now. Like I will literally lose my shit. I, I dude, like it, it almost makes, I don't want to see him. Like I, I, it's fine to have him come out and stun Owens, but not in a match. Like that's why I was so mad when they had Shawn Michaels come back. Look what that did. That was horrible. Like, he either. came back bald with a straight eye. <laughs> if you see him in uh WrestleMania, what, what was it? When uh, he came out, man, probably what uh, like WrestleMania nineteen. 
No, it was like a couple of years ago when they were in, last time they were in Dallas. Yeah. And like pretty two. I think it was up against uh who was it? The the League of Nations or whatever. Um, you know, Wade Barrett and um Oh yeah, that that yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. yeah. Five minute segment. Yeah, I mean, did you see him like taking kicks and trying to take kicks in the corner? I mean, he looked like he was looked like he was 70 years old. And that was four years ago, so five years ago. So I mean, I mean, yeah, it's going to be cool, but I mean, it's like, can he just not move at fifty? I don't want to see him in a match. Yeah, it's not going to be cool. Like, goddamn kid! You know what though? He he'll still be better than Oldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, (laughs) can't do heads anymore. You're not going to see him do that. Yeah. Right. And uh, definitely not. But yeah, I mean, last time we saw Oldberg, he kind of shocked me how well he fought against Lashley. We were all shocked at that card, how well it was. Well, this Goldberg, I mean, Goldberg's well, before, not. Before, after he tried to kill Lashley. Well, that match, he was fine. He didn't kill him. He did well in that match. Well, that was after he, like, dropped him on his neck twice. Mm-hmm. It's That's... lucky that Lashley's got a freaking thick neck, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lesnar got him with a couple where I was like, mm, those are some deep, deep suplexes there. Yep, yep. Right. The, um, well, goddamn, kid. I mean, if you're going to have Mania down in Texas, I'll come down there, drink a couple beers, give out a couple stunners, hit a Whataburger, and I'll uh, go home. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I love his Stone Cold Steve Austin sounds like also, uh, also, this people power. Yeah, John right. Laurinaitis impression. Laurinaitis <laughs> yeah. and Stone Cold. Yeah, Johnny Ace is kind of like kills me. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold Johnny Ace. The uh, <laughs> so uh, we do want to say before the last thing, R.I.P. to longtime referee Mickey J. or Henson. I just saw he died. Ten mm-hmm. bell salute. Yep, ten bell salute. Just that was sad to see. So. Last thing we want to get into, I know the big uh, big rumor mill this week is um, Cody Rhodes is done in AEW. He just popped up on my TV on the Go Big Show. Um, he is the big thing. He's uh, It's pretty much a done deal. I know Peapod talked about it with me today. Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated reported it. Pretty much everybody is. He's going. He's back in WWE. And that so is this why... is why. Oh, my bad. My bad. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm, so here's my working theory in it, Cody. I think and, and I feel like this actually you'll probably agree with me in a lot. A, a lot of this this theory that I have. So one working theory. Uh, the, this is my working theory. And a little bit more came out on the Sports Illustrated interview that one of the biggest things that he got he became frustrated with is because Tony Khan back in December basically consolidated all booking like Everybody can have their ideas. Tony Khan has the final say yes and no. So basically young bucks, Cody, you know, all of them don't have booking powers anymore, whether that's good or bad. I don't know. It's time. Time will tell because at at times booking can be very sporadic. Some of the shows can be very sporadic. It's a lot to try to squeeze in for two, two hours. And one hour tag team division is. Yeah. As much as there's a lot of good, great tag teams, tag division is a little, Odd and women's division is and well, well, women's division is women's division. I think they got they they've recently had some people that that I think they're going to help a little bit more. But yes, yes, I don't I don't disagree with those. But I think Cody is going back for multiple reasons. One, he's a dad. 
obviously. So probably he might be taking a break from all of everything. Uh, if that two WWE is going to throw everything and then some money wise to him. So, and, and, and also I feel like he's going to be doing more of the Hollywood bug. And I think you can do that more with WWE's network of places because he did the go big show. He's done arrow. He's done a lot of things. I think he's going to do more Hollywood bug. Um, I, I think he won't be wrestling as much, but he'll still be around doing stuff. And also, I think he's going to go back because I I really think he's going back to WWE so he can get the rights of everything his father did to the point where once he has that all in his back pocket, he can say deuces. And he's even said on interviews that he wants to go into politics in his hometown and home state. Oh. So I think he might be going that route as well. I wouldn't be surprised. Comes taken off from that. I wouldn't be surprised they didn't give it to him to get him to come back. I think he all already that money has you? it. Oh yeah, that uh, was a all his dad stuff. I think he has all the dusty stuff to come back. So it's a trade. It was a trade off. My one yeah. buddy actually said that. Like it was like a lot of money plus. Hey, yeah. you can have all your stuff back, but you got to commit. Yeah, three years to us at least right. or whatever. And I think. It'll be, yeah, it'll probably be, you know, two or three years or whatever. They gave him all the dusty stuff. Um, if he wants to do this little TV show, don't be surprised if you see Roads to the Top on USA Network following mm-hmm. uh, Ms. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. or even the, the four of them doing a show together. Like, for all we know, they probably get, you know, they probably get along. Um. And, and, then and then they'll feud and fight at WrestleMania 39. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, and, and that part of that with Cody coming back to WWE is why I think they're not going to do title versus title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Because not only are you going to give, you're going to give dad Eric Cody all his dad's stuff back. We're going to give you a run as champion. Wherever Roman wherever Roman Reigns isn't, is that's where you're going to be champion. You know so what? I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Cody Rhodes comes back and oh, you know like ends Lashley? up the yeah 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 fighting Lashley, come back as a heel. Yeah, because they're kind of tweening Lashley. Title. Right. You know he'll come back full fledged heel. They'll probably try to do, you know, the Triple H Stephanie thing with him and Brandy. Allegedly, and Brandy's Brandy. not coming with him. She, I don't know. She wants to wrestle. Yeah. I, 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 allegedly, he, he, she's not joining him uh, back in WWE. I think, I think she's probably going to maybe do business or um, whatever or, you know, take care of the kid. I, I don't know. I, I that, mean, again, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, WWE yeah. is going to pay him enough so that he's right. basically making their set. Oh, their absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say, they're probably going to say here, we'll just pay you enough. So you don't want to wrestle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, and let's be honest, like when you talk about the EVPs in AEW, like Cody Rhodes is the product of that right. corporate structure. He always was. While right, right. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are the products of the independents in Japan, it, it it was an it was an interesting point of view. It's almost like when a wrestling fan like breaks out of the WWE bubble and discovers other wrestling. 
Japanese right, wrestling, right. independent wrestling. They go on full hog. And and Cody did that. He got let go. He didn't he 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 hit a ceiling. He hated what he was doing with Stardust. The, and he broke out on his own and did he did the damn thing. He was in he was in yeah. Bullet Club. He did Japan. He did Ring of Honor. He did Impact for a hot minute. He did all these independent. He did the independent route. He was NWA champion for a cup of coffee. So he has his name in the history books on that. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of that. And, and he did everything really in AEW because especially if you're going to book yourself so hard in the first year. As world champion, you're gonna ju- you're everybody's gonna compare his TNA and Jeff Jarrett and how what he did and everything. And really, the whole elite, I think, outside of Cody, was booked like as like beat the hell up until year two when they finally put them as champion. And then now they're doing whatever they need to. And Adam Cole and Kenny Omega are gonna end up feuding everything. But Co- but Cody was always like that lone guy out of all of them. And then when Tony Khan basically took all the, the, the different booking styles of everybody and kind of consolidated and funneled it, you know, he got lost in the shuffle as as a wrestler again. And I think he ended up just, he's going back for all the reasons we talked about It's I, yeah. it's not a, it's not a bad thing business wise, but it's also, it's like, you helped build and he also proved everybody wrong. Everybody says you're going to leave WWE. You're going to be nothing. Well, guess what? I'm not nothing. I, and then he also helped launch a company that is, you know, an alter alternative and a successful alternative right now, almost in the, in the days of WCW, you know, that we have not seen it's he's did on everything he wants. So I, it's weird. It's just weird. It's just a weird situation. It's an odd situation, but I think it's a lot of it's just money and the art of it and getting his father's stuff back at the end of the day. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think that might have been the point of contention with all the, the EVPs in AEW. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes, there'd be no AEW. No. Because Cody was the one out here doing all the interviews. You know, because he was the, he was all doing all the interviews, doing all the radio spots, mm-hmm. you know, doing everything that needed to be done in the media mm-hmm. because one, the young bucks can't handle it. And uh, and two, because Kenny Omega hasn't even been on the continent the last five years. Yeah, so he wouldn't even know what the hell is going on. Yeah, he's he's the he's the marketer guy. He's the he's right. the PR guy. And you're absolutely yeah. right. And he did a good job doing what it is he was the spokes guy for everything this, do you think this was his plan all along to eventually go back i don't think so i don't think so either i think I, if if tony khan didn't do what he did i think he would have stuck around i don't even think it was tony khan honestly i think it might been more of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I think more like because I mean the Young Bucks, dude, for as awful as they are in the ring, they have this attitude like they're freaking the Road Warriors, and they are just you know an invincible tag team. Do they have they have the ego of Shawn Michaels and Triple H, like put together for as awful as they are in the ring, and I think when you're Cody Rhodes when you're the one out here doing all this media being the PR guy 
and getting this stuff off of the ground um, because basically this was your idea and you just, you know, brought these guys along and, you know, it's kind of like, I brought you guys along and this is how you repay me. You know, like, it's kind of like, uh, ah, let me see. Oh man, the, the boy. Okay. The EVPs are kind of like, kind of like new edition. All right. They're like new edition. Okay. See Cody. Cody's Bobby Brown. All the talent can be a hothead sometimes, but when you see him and hear him, you hear him sing, you see him perform, you know he's the star. But when they broke up, Kenny Omega is kind of like Johnny Gill, and uh, the Young Bucks are like Bell Biv DeVoe. All right. Got a couple hot songs. You know, they got a catalog decent enough that they can tour but they can't tour alone. Johnny Gill, the same way. Got a couple hits, nice little catalog. He could probably go on tour alone, but he's doing small arenas. He's doing the Huntington Center. Meanwhile, Cody, he Bobby Brown. He's going to sell out freaking, you know, he's selling out uh, Little Caesars. And that's, I think that's where that's where they are. I, I That's a very good comparison. And I and I don't disagree with you on most of that. The only thing I will disagree with you slightly and then just say slightly on this one. Um, I, I feel like a lot of what the Young Bucks attitude is, is all gimmick. I, I think they they know how to drum up drama. I think they know how to play people's emotions. Uh, they are they are entertaining for the style of wrestling they are. They are not everybody's cup of tea. I will absolutely agree. Even some young bucks matches, I get tired of. But they 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 do pull entertainment on 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 the ring and what they do. Uh, and those matches with like you know Penta and Phoenix in the cage. Uh, you know with FTR. You know they they do well with the with the dance partners they have. Um, I, I think they do drum up a lot of drama on internet and cause they know, they know how to push people's buttons and I think they do a really good job for it. I think Kenny Omega, um, that I think the, what Kenny Omega was in Japan has not translated the best on AEW. Um, I, I still think I, I not saying that he's not good, but he's not the Meltzer over five stars matches with Okada, Kenny Omega. How uh, many could, Okadas are in AEW? Right, exactly. AEW is filled with a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of good, a, a lot of, a lot of indie talents that need to know how how television works. It's a glorified indie, independent wrestling company. That's let's, what let's it is. Be like, it yeah, is. If it wasn't for the fact that Tony Khan was a son of a billionaire, mm-hmm. AEW would be like old ECW on Sports Channel, Channel Fifty, at like two in the morning on a Saturday. I don't disagree. I don't. I, I don't disagree. I, and and as much as I'm more entertained by the the people, places, and things that AEW has done, um, it, it's still it's a it's a pro wrestling company while WWE is a multi-billion dollar it was a billion dollar corporate entertainment company that just so happens to have pro wrestling there's there there's there's your difference yeah like WWE if they want to have a wrestling match they can AEW if 
they want to have a wrestling match, it's not possible. It depends on who's in the ring at, you know, at that time to give you a wrestling match. I think for as much as, you know, they play up for TV at the performance center, I think they still teach those guys how to wrestle. Oh, absolutely. I, I think, I think AEW has, has, has the right tools and the right cards but yeah. they're still not in the right order. Maybe the influx of guys like your your Punk, your Danielson, you know, they got guys know. that know how to wrestle now. Yeah, yeah. Which you bring. We were saying, which I was saying, you know, in the very beginning, they they don't have any wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of independent guys that can throw some spots together mm-hmm. in 10, 15 minutes, and then okay, cool, that was a great, you know, okay, cool, that was a good match, but. But there was no wrestling in it. There's no emotion. There's no story. You can't bill yourself as you're going to be sports-based. And if your sports-based is all you're doing is going through tables and flipping around and everything with nothing behind it or no meaning to it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just you're not doing anything. And I I think that they have the right, and I, I just feel like, they're getting bloated. They're absolutely getting bloated. And and maybe a lot of the year one pickups are going to be trimmed off, you know, and, but I to, also, because yeah, Gage isn't there anymore. They're starting to yeah. trim the fat. Yeah. And I feel uh, like, so, and I feel like you with Cody gone, like you're not going to see QT Marshall that much anymore. You're not going to see, you know, QT is going to take a backseat and he's going to do the YouTube shows. Right. I really feel like one of those YouTube shows should be the lower card slash mid card matches and make your 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 big stuff dynamite make some of your big stuff rampage as well and then also but make the rampage two hours it needs to be two yeah. hours one hour show but is where hard. do you put the wrestlers though that's the only thing yeah it's, i mean i feel QT like marshall was boring as shit mm-hmm. but he could wrestle yeah and he could carry a guy through a match and you i know, think like they're, that's the i think they're starting to do that i mean the guy's like Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia and like, right. and, and even you Wheeler, Utah, those, those are your like hybrid wrestlers. Like you, this is right. your new generation in there now wrestlers, yeah. you know, if you mix them up with, I mean, just even tonight, Danielson, I, I didn't watch it yet, but Danielson took on Lee Moriarty and like that storyline of like Brian Danielson wants to bring some of these young cats or with like these bozos, he calls them or whatever, and really train them to be wrestlers. You know, you get your, 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 your you have your, your, your mix and, you know, like Darby and Sammy will put on a fun match and everything. It's going to be sporadic. It's not going to be as much as wrestling right. as is going to be a spot match. Cause that's what the style they are. That's what but they do. Right. Right. You, you, you can have those, you can have your good mix. I, I, I think it's it definitely turning they're, they're going to turn corners. They're going to figure out how to make make some of these re- these indie people actual wrestlers on television. They're going to f- I, I, I really do feel like they're, they, they're trying to get their good amount of people that actually had television experience and can help a lot of these independents and get that good combination without being uh, without being TNA, because I really right. feel like some of the some of the pickups are just straight up TNA style pickups right. like don't get me wrong i i like the idea of getting um oh crap i blanked on his name uh what uh not not austin theory but he was he was with johnny Gargano and uh with um 
Oh, um, I don't oh, know who you're talking about. God, you know, I, I just, I just yep. saw an article with him too. Give me, give me ten seconds, less than um, ten seconds. Apollo, or the one that just got hurt. Yeah, he, he yeah. was there. He just got hurt. I yeah, he just got hurt, and then, and now he's he's gone because yeah. he got an ACL. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, did yeah. you like? Do you really need to pick up Tony Nice? Let's right. be honest. Do you really say, is Tony Nice? You don't need Tony right. Nice. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. Sean Spears. You don't. Like, Sean Spears is going to be a good hand. That's what he is, and that's what he is. Right. Sean Spears, like, but if like, you're going to have him on. He doesn't need to be on TV. Like, no. Like, he doesn't need to be sucking up TV time. I agree. I like, agree. My like, only thing with AEW is in the process of them trimming the fat. Are they going to lose the wrestling guys that they have? Because that's the biggest, like, that's my, the, mm-hmm. to me, that's the biggest problem with AEW. You have all these wrestling guys, instead of bringing in guys like Wheeler, Yuta, and, uh, um, I mean, yeah, it's good to bring those types of guys in, but when you have the wrestling guys already there, mm-hmm. you could have taken what you already had and turned those into those hybrid guys instead mm-hmm. of bringing them in. You know, like, I mean, really, there's no point of having Evan Bourne. Like, what do you need an Evan Bourne for? Yeah, Matt Seidel. I mean, Matt Seidel's good. Again, it's it's one of those things like Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel doesn't need to be taking up TV time. I agree. But he's also, again, he's also one of those like he's a he's he's been in that business. He knows television. He knows he knows these connections. He's He's a wrestler. He's a wrestling guy. Yeah. So You know, but make him an agent. Don't put them on TV. Make them an agent. Have them teach these guys in the back. Like, put them with Jerry Lynn. Instead of having Jerry Lynn in the back and him and Dean Malenko mm-hmm. in the back by themselves, you know, like, you know, put Matt Seidel back there. Like, and I they think have, they're, slowly, they're slowly doing that a little I, bit. I think, yeah, I think they're starting to get it, but I think it's mm-hmm. only because they're bringing in more wrestling guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bring in a guy like C- you bring in CM Punk, you bring in Brian Danielson. They're not going to be coming in, putting up with that. All right. OK, I'm going to throw you out the ring. Then I'm going to dive on you. Then I'm going to jump on the top rope and then I'm going to dive on you off right. the table. Like, no, they're not putting up with that shit. They're going to they're like, going to really wrestling guys. They're really going to hone in a lot of the stuff. You can have the right. crazy spots, but right. there should they're be gonna, a reason. Yeah. Where's the why? They're the ones yes. that are asking the why. Yeah, I agree. And like in in the crazy part, there were too many wrestling guys there in the beginning that should have been asking where's the why and mm-hmm. didn't or e- maybe they even did and they were ignored. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how do you have Jim Ross, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, yeah. Jake Roberts, you know, Taz, like those five guys alone, dude, that should have been enough to blow WWE out of the water within six months. Because mm-hmm. all that been, knowledge. Yeah, with all that knowledge right there, dude, that's the whole between Arn Anderson and Jim Ross, dude, that's the wrestling business right there. The history of it in itself. Absolutely. Between the two of them. And I think, and 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 I think with you know, like Dustin Rhodes, like I, I believe Dustin Rhodes like helps train the women. Like the women's yeah. roster is 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 definitely turned a corner. With a lot of the women, you know, picking up Mercedes, uh, Mercedes Martinez, you know, Thunder Rosa, 
You know, it's, you know, it's not just all Japanese women anymore. I think and think that's kind of a good thing about the pandemic is because like you're now not depending on some of that Joshi style anymore that clashed real hard with, you know, other ones. But like a lot of the wrestlers like Ty Conte, Ty Conte uh, uh, has improved and Jay has improved a lot. You have someone like Jamie Hayter that has done stardom. Right. Is is a Dude. beast in herself or in herself. Yeah, because the women's division was green as a cabbage patch. Right. Like in the very, very beginning. But I think and it's starting to it's starting to get better. I think it's all it's all starting to turn a little bit of corners. You can't tell me we shouldn't have like, like why is it we don't have Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa going back and forth oh. over the women's title? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting sick of seeing Britt Baker's non-wrestling ass. Britt ba- oh, every single week. Britt Baker's gonna lose the women's title to Thunder but, Rosa like, at the pay per view. I I'm like calling they, this now. Britt Baker got pushed because she bled. guys, yeah, because well she bled, and the guys that want to get plugged by Adam Cole from behind while she watched, you know, like liked her. Well, um, like, I would love. To keep this going, but we do have another show to do. Still, no, that's fine. That's fine. And, uh, but Peapod, you got to come back sooner. I know Absolutely. I say sooner, like in, a, <laughs> in the next. Like I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back next month. Yeah, Let's... you'll be back next month. You will be. I know we we gotta we got um we had to push the the grown up. One thing I'll mention before I get into the next few weeks. Uh, yeah. Raw was on Sci-Fi the past few weeks. They still did 1.6 million views on Sci-Fi. Uh, this past week, which is basically what they've been averaging. So doesn't Ooh. matter if they're on USA Sci-Fi, they're still doing it. And AEW um, still struggling around eight to nine hundred k. No, they got they've been past a million the they've last been couple past weeks. A million in the past couple, yeah. yeah. That's still huge, man. Other people weren't doing. I know TNA. We talked about that. They were in the beginning too, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, Bischoff and Hogan were pulling a million, million True. two. The um, on Spike. The <laughs> <laughs> on spike so <laughs> next week we're going to have the grown-ups uh they will not be with us next week they're going to be with us the week after so next week uh we're having jeremy come back and we're going to do a nice uh fun with me dub cody and bear we're going to do the prices right next week it's going to be interesting told him to do some sports items some wrestling items and we're going to play the prices right next week something we haven't done looking forward to it just came to me today i was like oh, that'd be fun we should do something like that so uh jeremy will be back next week to give us that and um, tune in Thursday for that. We might do part one with that after we do our picks and cover what happened at the Daytona 500 and golf for that week. And then Sunday we'll finish up the show. So uh, for this week, thanks to Peapod. Plug all your stuff, man. RPW, all, where, where can they reach you? Where can they listen to you? Ruthlesspro.com. That's where everything's going on. Code Orange, or, code orange coming up next Saturday uh, in Villa Park, Illinois, or streaming live on IWTV. Go get your tickets now. We got Body Count Battle in Harpos in Detroit coming up in the beginning of May, May 7th. Uh, go check that out and uh, watch all of our stuff on IWTV. Support independent wrestling, support deathmatch wrestling. And uh, uh, if you want to hear more of my voice uh, outside of the commentary table, uh, you know, uh, RPW podcast as well. And uh, yeah, and uh, be uh, be good to each other. Yes. Thank you, Peapod. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Thank you, Peapod. And then uh, uh, this is this is it's Wednesday right now. This show will come out on Saturday because we have uh, Blood Money Seven tonight. So be sure to watch Blood Money Seven on the old Peacock, and uh, and and be sure to see uh, if Bear can hold his lead. He's got a three point lead. I'm sure he's going to hold on to that. But uh, check on that. See if Cody can make a comeback. I doubt it, but we'll see. So thank you to, again, Peapod. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and, of course, Sparty Steve. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. See you later, blood money. Deuces. Go ahead, Peapod. I, I, I got nothing else. All right. Well, I'll I do it for you then. Make All sure right. y'all check out Peapod's OnlyFans, too. OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 dot onlyfans.com. Oh,